was good y'all it's your boy solo you know we back again with another episode consistent solo in the building let me get a round of applause for that one <laughs> but yeah man today we got our first guest on the podcast man shout out my boy kev mandel uh, we got him we just having a cool little conversation you know just talking chopping it up a little bit just thought y'all you know y'all will be able to be a fly on the wall during a, a good conversation. And that's that's really all this episode is, man. Discussed a few things, just you know, life. Talking about my man's music and everything. Uh, go ahead and find him. You can find him on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, any platform. But without any further ado, man, let's go ahead and get into it, y'all. Y'all can see what we was talking about, man. Hope y'all enjoyed this one. Uh, let me know how y'all feel about it. We gonna keep this going, man. But yeah, let's get into the podcast, man. What's good, y'all? Welcome to the whole lot of soul podcast. You know, we back again as usual. Uh, get straight to it. I got my boy Kev in the building today. Y'all give it up for Kev. Yes, sir. We in a Uh, so I don't know if y'all have a read Revelations or Revelation four eleven. You know, it's a it's a verse that say, "Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power." For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. And I don't know nobody else right now that's, you know, exemplifying that through his music than my boy Kev right here. Um, you know what I'm saying? I haven't known him very long. Uh, I'm going to let him talk about it a little bit more, but my man does make music, and it is for the glory of the Lord. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let him go ahead, and, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit, you know, tell the people about who you are, what you do, you know what I'm saying? Oh, All right. Man. So, originally, started out with secular music, rapping about whatever, just never really fit with me. So, had a, a rap stage name, Only Stony, just trying to create that persona, and I just was not rocking with it. It's not mm. the thing. So, slowly ended up getting back in the church for myself, my own knowledge and understanding. Uh, had a mixtape that I was trying to drop. It was a clean mixtape, didn't cuss in it at all. I end up changing it, editing a few lyrics, turning it into a gospel mixtape. Okay. From that point, I've been doing gospel rap since 2019, pretty much. It's so 20, now, 2023, that's, that's four years. That's, that's a good amount of time, man. That's... So RIP Only Stony. I end up going with Kev Mandel. That's my middle name and first name. Okay, yeah. See, my, my rap name is Zay Taylor. I don't know if everybody listening. Uh, my middle name is Isaiah. You know, my parents gave me that, but... I had to shorten it a little bit. It's Zay Taylor, so you know we, we had to hop on something together. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what's uh what's three songs you feel like the people should listen to if they want to know if they want to mm. know you sonically, musically? You know what I'm saying? As an artist, all right, three good ones. Yeah, I I, I, I ain't gonna say, say the top three, but three that you think show who you are the most. I hate to say this, but my my first album. Got took off of Spotify for some technical issues, but I will say No Deal mm-hmm. featuring Dame Minor. No Deal is a bang. That's, that's our latest one. Um, Young and Winning. Okay, by Kevin Dame Minor. So is everything on Spotify? Is on YouTube, SoundCloud? Where no, that's on everything. Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, the okay. whole nine. Okay. Uh, so I'm only picking new ones. Now, if you got Apple Music, I thought Apple Music exclusive on there. Ooh. 
You gotta listen to For Your Info. For Your Info. For Your okay. Info. Absolutely. Right. We got to check that one out later. Let's go, <laughs> man. That's that's dope, though, man. I feel like a lot of people start out making music just because they they kind of they emulating what other people around them is doing, mm-hmm. um, or they you know they like the music and then they like, oh, I think I could do that. Like for me, I kind of did the same thing where like I was. I didn't grow up listening to rap music. I grew up listening to like jazz and old neo soul. My dad put me onto some Christian rap when I was younger. Um, yeah. And I got into like middle school, high school. People started putting me on the rap music. I was like, oh, I like this because I was writing poems um, a lot. Um, actually, Word. I did a poetry reading at MSU, not the flex, but um, back in like fifth, sixth grade. Um, <laughs> That's clutch. I really enjoyed like the word playing everything behind rap music, but I wasn't with the the message of it for real. Um, so then I started making music and a lot of stuff I was making, like my old YouTube channel, I was making stuff similar to you where I was like, oh, I'm not cussing it or nothing. Um, it wasn't always specifically Christian music. I just always knew like I didn't want my uh my digital footprint to be uh anything that was negative for real. You know, yeah, especially I was like, my, my parents listening in, in the future. Yeah, like I want to look back on it and be proud of myself, and I'll be like, "Oh, what was I talking about that, man? I put yeah. that out there. Somebody, somebody seen." <laughs> Bro, uh, I feel like that's crazy because it's like I could go out there wild out, rap about whatever, and I just knew that's not who I wanted to be long term. So yeah. momentarily, yeah, I was gonna be turned up living that life, or whatever. But it's like once I wanted to show my kids, like what I did creatively, mm-hmm. it just wasn't going to match up with who I was really trying to be at the end. So I like yeah. start making decisions based off of what I, who I want to be and not who I am today. Yeah. Like, that's really how it got to be. I feel like a lot of people don't got that foresight for real. Um, I don't know if that's a, a, a black household thing or, a, or a, a black Christian household thing, but I feel like a lot of my other friends that like kind of grew up in church and stuff, mm-hmm. they kind of had that or like, even if they did kind of drift away for a while, they had that mindset of like, oh, th- this might come back to me. Let me, let me, let me not wow all the way out. You know, maybe that's God. Right. Maybe that's you know the belts on the butts. I, I don't know what it is, but um, you did <laughs> say you did say kids though. You you a father? A whole father, bro. I got a three year old, two year old, Kevin and Kaden. No, my baby. Okay. Oh, it's it's a KJ in the building. Is it junior? Or is it the second? Third. The third. Oh, you a second. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a junior, so yeah. Okay. Back in line. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. You gotta keep keep the uh the the tradition going. Yeah, man, we trying to roll it down. So it's my dad. Um, crazy thing about us is all three of us look exactly alike. Dang. And then them genes like run real strong from my dad, mom, and mm. then my mom. They both like youthful, so it just like Dang. it just makes sense. That's kind of yeah. dope, man. What's uh true? What's fatherhood like nowadays? I know a lot of people talk about uh like how kids is bad and everything nowadays, and they don't respect their elders no more. Is it? Have you seen that? I mean, they're young still, but have you seen anything of that nature, or is it just is um, it a different age? So you got to raise them a little different. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest, bro. It's really different dynamics and variables that play into parenthood. Everybody dealing with different aspects and mm-hmm. characteristics. Uh, mental stuff with their children. Like um, Kevin is considered a COVID baby. Okay. So as he's growing up, their social skills is kind of off. They delayed in a lot of mm. 
cognitive stuff. Okay. So we deal with a lot of um, education, like we super education, like there's paintings and stuff, letters on my wall and, and we drilling it to the babies right now. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's a battle in itself because it's not just raising a kid. Now it's helping him cope with a barrier that he might be facing when he get to the outside world. And we learning how to cope with not being embarrassed and not not making him feel bad because it's not his fault and all this other stuff. And like we 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 not so much defending him, but learning how to teach him to live with it and yeah. just kind of adapt and grow. So I feel like that part of parenthood don't get talked about because mm. it's a lot of people. Fresh. Have, yeah, it's fresh. But I feel like a lot of people don't even have that um that education either. Like my wife got me up to a lot of the stuff, the different signs and stuff to look for, and then how to kind of uh work with it work against it yeah. speech therapy different resources and stuff so we put my oldest and my youngest through speech therapy okay and uh my youngest Kaden he was born during the pandemic like the peak start mm. like right before they stopped letting fathers come in there okay. so like yeah so when he was born he got to see his brother already older we drilling his brother so hard. We drilling him just as hard. Mm-hmm. He ended up overdeveloping, right? Oh. So it's a different beast. Now I got, now they both kind of meeting up mm-hmm. and me being where they supposed to be. Now it's like, I just got two little men. You know, they following after me. I'm role modeling all, everything I'm supposed to do. And that's at the same time being patient through that growth. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, fatherhood could be, it's a lot. I ain't gonna cap. It's being a parent like is a lot. lot, man. Like, I don't know. Like every day I wake up and I feel like I'm still figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and to have the responsibility of saying, okay, I I kind of know what I'm doing, but I don't really know what I'm doing. And then I, I got to teach somebody else how to not even teach them how to how to know what they're doing, but give them the tools to figure it out on their own. I wouldn't even know where to start. I think it's crazy because like when you're not a parent, you take your time figuring it out. Mm. When you is a parent, you can't waste a single second because like everything got to be developed, put together. Like mm-hmm. you can't have too many spontaneous or hiccups in your game plan or routine. Yeah, because that could be the difference between overbooking during a time when you got to pick your kids up from school. You know mm. what I'm saying? Stuff like that, like uh, double booking appointments when you're supposed to be going to the doctors. Y'all going somewhere to have fun, like. You know, you calling in a babysitter so you can go party and yeah. you're supposed to spend time with your babies. Like, people don't even take that time. You got to set up time to go on dates with your kid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just like in a relationship. Like, I can't just go through day-to-day operations and be like, I'm with them all the time. Like, no, we got to mm. take an actual time to go spend two, three hours together doing something that's not related to school, doctor's appointments, church, mm-hmm. you know, every day routine stuff so they could separate like yeah we actually do spend time outside of routine yeah, like, so i feel like you can't be selfish mm, okay and that's what you learn being a parent like you can't be selfish like, like you, if you I, are part of a unit and you at, as the head of that unit you gotta operate a little bit differently a hundred percent because it's like if i was by myself rocket league t-mobile mm-hmm. go to school that's <laughs> it that's me all day uh and then going on dates with my wife, like mm-hmm. other than that, you got the kids in the variable. It ain't no sleep all day. It ain't no lounging out or you no, know, like we come home and got to jump straight into uh, uh, chores and stuff like mm-hmm. folding, like 
like you when you sing when you by yourself is you and your girl y'all just post it or you single and got a girl you post it you get to that when you get to it but when you got to be courteous of i'm setting an example for kids i gotta be courteous of my wife and making sure i ain't uh creating more messes for her like now you gotta be more conscious of the people in your house you know what i'm saying so definitely grow faster if that's what you're trying to do Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying if that ain't what you're trying to do it'll make you (laughs) mess a lot of stuff up for us Yeah. yeah, a lot of people end up messed up based off of that because a lot of people is just kids raising kids for real, man. But it's hard for me to speak on it because I'm, I'm over here, no, no kids. You know, I got my squishmallow in the back. I got a cat. That's it. I'm chilling. But man, man, I, I just told my wife that, bro. I was like, bro, if, when I was single, if I just got me a pet, I'd have been chilling. Man, it's <laughs> smooth. Ain't had no responsibilities. Yo, the only thing I gotta do with her is get up in the morning, give her some food for real, man. She. It's funny. She know what time she's supposed to eat. And it's like every morning she trying to push it like five minutes earlier. Yeah. So I'll be asleep. And if I roll around just a little bit, she like, oh, you awake? She going to start no yelling. Time. She going to wake me up. And I'm looking mm-hmm. at her like, bro, what's up? But she yelling like, hey, is it, is it time to eat yet? Can we, can we, can we get some food, bro? Like, yeah, That's how my youngest is. Man. He'll wake up. He know what's going on as soon as I wake up. He'll either come lay in the bed, like he'll literally hop on the top of the blanket while we sleep. Mm. Lay there, chill, play, talk to himself, just be cool. As soon as he starts seeing some movement, he'll call your name, roll over, walk in your face. Like, what up? What's up? Cereal, TV, what we doing? We <laughs> you ready? What? Like, <laughs> you know the day started, right? <laughs> yeah, like he's ready to go. I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, that's hilarious. Honestly, so are they, are they school age yet or are they still like... At home, or like a daycare situation. No, my six-year-old in kindergarten. Okay. He's doing a kindergarten for a second time, and then I got my three-year-old in pre-K. Just left, uh, like, educare. Basically, moved up to pre-K. We okay. got kindergarten next. Okay. They talking about letting them go to kindergarten early, so it's a lot going on hey, between that. Yeah, I know when man. I was a kid, I uh, I had the chance to move up a grade. As far as my my smarts, but my uh my parents didn't let me go up because they they didn't think I was uh mentally mature enough. Uh, which I agree, I was a terrible child. I don't even want to get it. <laughs> uh, all the wisdom I be trying to drop on this podcast, man, came from a whole lot of mess ups, y'all. Uh, a whole lot of a whole lot of man. Oh. And I'm not, I wish I was a person who could learn from other people messing up, but most of the time I got to learn from myself going through something stupid. Oh, hey, yeah. I hate that, man. I'm, I'm hard-headed sometimes, but uh, that's how it be, man. That's a I, fact. I just read a scripture too, bro. It said, uh, you got to hang with wisdom to become wise. And I literally just told two people at our store that mm-hmm. literally the day before yesterday, like, y'all Y'all think that what y'all like now is what y'all gonna like for the rest of y'all life. And in reality, you gonna go through different experiences and go down a path that's gonna introduce you to some stuff Facts. you thought you would have never messed with, food you never would have ate, you Man. know, people you never would have talked to, opportunities you never would have took. But that come with wisdom. I'm like, if y'all be more quiet and listen way more, you're gonna start seeing other people in your area and your like, you know, your age group yeah. saying and doing what you're doing. But you're going to be hearing, you're going to be listening, you're going to be seeing the difference between what to do and what not to do, be cool, you know what I'm saying? 
Like, oh, experience I don't, I don't think I want to do that one. Or, oh, you know, that one look kind of cool, baby. I'm going to try that out. I think that's one thing. I always kind of hung out with people who was a little bit older than me, even like in school. Like I got a later birthday. So people I was always with was always a year or two older than me anyway. Yeah. Um, that's just in school. And then outside of school or like even like, uh, like different clubs or like even video games, stuff like that. Most of the people I was cool with was three years older than me, four years older than me, and stuff like that. So I was always trying to uh, trying to latch on to to somebody who knew a little bit more than me. Man, that's the best way to play. Like iron shot for iron, bro. That's a fact. Man, I don't know nobody. <laughs> What's it called? As far as the kids. Have they started asking for anything crazy yet? Are they at that age? Are they asking for PS5s and everything? Or is it is it still like, uh, just, you know? Uh, not really. TV. I think I put a damper on that. I got my boy. They had iPads for most of their life, but I didn't took them away, gave them back, mm. took them away, gave them back. And not on no punishment type junk. Like, we yeah. just kick it all the way together. Like, months without tablet and then we'll reintroduce it mm. like you know what I'm saying? but same thing with tv like we'll introduce it if damn if we don't feel like they mentally ready for time to turn it off time to go to bed we'll go ahead and just cut that out for a little while longer we'll come back revisit so yeah. i feel like they don't really get hung up on that kind of stuff I feel um, like that's interesting man I, I know growing up it was a lot of uh we we kind of grew up with technology uh or like alongside technology like was young and like you know the dial up was there and as I as I got older you know we went from floppy disks to burning CDs to the flash drives being fifty dollars for the eight gig and out of the the two hundred fifty six gig flash drive is ten dollars you know yeah. um, and there was like there was a lot of educational games and stuff hey, like that. Uh, nano man the nano the MP three players I had a lot of them I got grounded a lot got them taken away <laughs> uh, but oh, I couldn't. Yeah. Like with the uh, like educational iPads and stuff, like is that how different is that? Like as far as like even like learning like writing skills, like do they learn to write on tablets and stuff nowadays, or is it? Man, it's a little mixture of both. And screens. You want to experience both now. Like okay. back then, tech management was not a thing. It was more so, oh, you gonna go blind if you sit in front of the TV or. Y'all gonna rock our brain sitting in front like it was so new to them, they just were saying anything. Mm-hmm. Nowadays you if you intentionally using something, you you can manage yeah. what's being done with a tablet versus just throwing it in their face and walking around doing what you wanna do. Mm-hmm. We actually monitor our kids, monitor what apps on there, put the blocks on there and all that. Education apps, and then we go through the app with them to make sure we know what's on there. So yeah. it's like you playing this, I know what you're doing. We got like a cooking app. Uh, my youngest, he loved a cooking app. My oldest played with it for a long time, but my youngest, when he couldn't do it, mm-hmm. the oldest was doing it. So now my youngest, he hooked. He mm-hmm. stirring up everything, cracking eggs. Like, he'll make a brownie on the game in a second. Oh, that's fine. So, so it's teaching them. Uh, it's feeding them culinary skills on a very minor level. Mm-hmm. Whether they understand it or not, once they get reintroduced to it as they get older, you figure, boom, all right, I've been familiar with this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they got easy bake ovens and all that. Like, I'm I'm introducing tech, mixing it with reality, mm-hmm. math, same thing. We do math, writing letters, shapes, 
all that on the tablet, bring it to life, do flashcards on the wall, magnets on the wall, all kinds of junk. So, yeah, you got to just kind of mix it up. You got to utilize the resources. It's coming to us. It's all about how you're using it. You could, right. you could let it devour you and use it for the wrong reasons yeah. or capitalize. I think that's one big thing that people, uh, I've been trying to do it in my life more recently. Uh, it's always kind of been there, but I never did it as much as I am now. But just trying mm-hmm. to be deliberate with everything. Like, there's so much things that's in front of us trying to distract us and take us away from stuff. Uh, I won't say trying to, but I'm saying it can be used to. So, like, we got so many tools, but tools can be used as weapons or you can use them to build something. And I yeah. feel like there's, there's a lot of stuff that, like, between phones with, you know what I'm saying, video games, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that we can do to distract ourselves from what's really important. And like even with me trying to get closer to God, uh, I had a moment where I was praying and, and I kind of got convicted about it. And I was like, OK, you spend a lot of time on YouTube, not a lot of time in your Bible, bro. Why don't you why don't you work on your algorithm? You, you can still love your YouTube. You can still hop on YouTube, do what you do on there. Yeah. But be more deliberate about it. So now my. Even my free time, my veg time, where I'm just kind of relaxing and not really wanting to think, I'm still mm-hmm. trying to feed myself stuff that's uh, building me up rather than tearing me down. Because there's no neutral in it, for real. You, you can never stay in the same spot. you either growing or stretching that muscle, or you letting it deteriorate. Mm-hmm. If you don't use it, you don't lose it. That's a big fact, man. Uh, I really I'm need sure. to get more into actually reading, though. Um, I think that's the one thing I'd be neglecting to do sometimes. Like, I still read every now and then. Uh, I really like, there's a, it's a really old tape. It's called the Bible Experience, right? They had a lot of old, like, black, uh, uh, like, celebrities. Like, they had Samuel L. Jackson. They had Kirk Franklin on there. Uh, they had Monique on there. Um, but it's like a, it's an audio version of the Bible. And they acting it out as they talk. So, yeah. when I'm in the car... When I'm working out, it's funny because I tell people I work out to the Bible. They be like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I just put it on sometimes. Like, it's it's a nice thing to be able to put on. And even if I'm not fully paying attention, I'm still kind of soaking it up. You know, I'm still bringing yeah. in some type of knowledge or some type of wisdom in there. Oh, and it, it definitely you might sticks. hear on that strike interest. You might be like, damn, for real? That's facts. Sometimes I hear stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute. Let me rewind that real quick. What'd you say? <laughs> Holiday season. Spit <laughs> bars real quick, man. That yeah, is dope, man. though. I definitely think that it's a habit. Facts, man. I ain't never heard of that one. What's it called? I I'll have to send it to you. I gotta. So I found a uh, it's a real old. It's a it's like a digital library website. Mm-hmm. They will log stuff on there, and I found it on there, and it had all the files saved, but they're literally saved. Chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, all up to like chapter sixteen hundred and something. So it's like yeah. I have to go through and organize it into each folder of which uh, chapters is which books of the Bible and stuff. I'm yeah. still working on that right now. I got like halfway through and kind of gave up. I just been pressing play randomly. I'll just click a random file and just let it go. But For sure. When I finish That's that, I mean, the Bible project on the Bible app. Thanks. The Bible project go all the way through the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. Read it with you, give you video documents. You can find it on YouTube. That's kind of dope. Bible Project got like scenes of mm. everything that happened. Oh, it's the little cartoons. Yeah, I think I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah, 
Yeah. I just watched one of their videos about uh it was talking about God being slow to anger and it was describing like uh his nose getting hot or like how when you get mad your nose get hot and metaphors in the Bible about that, but they got a lot of cool animated analogies. It'd yeah. be cool. I like that too. I think some I feel like sometimes people act like the Bible can't be cool, man. It's it's bro, a cool what? book, bro. Like it's it's a whole lot of great stuff in there, man. And and the way that people can take it and, and kind of make it into something that's like easily digestible and fun yeah. to watch makes it that much more enjoyable. It's really simple if you read the King James version and you modernize it in your own head, man. Mm-hmm. You low key start cracking up. You shocked. Thanks. It's not going on like. Jesus don't, they don't know how real Jesus was. Jesus was tough. Man. Talking choppy back then. Facts. He was on that. Bro, you realize like he was in there with the Pharisees talking crazy to him? Man. Man. It was some stuff I was reading. When he was in there flipping tables over and stuff, and he was like having his righteous anger moment. Like, y'all know y'all ain't supposed to be doing this up in here, cuz. Facts. It wasn't just like that, uh, I don't want to say hippie Jesus, but you know, people people paint that picture like he was always super duper uh, passive, Long hair, white, yeah. just laying back, feeling like he been smoking doobies all day. Like, Facts. No. like no, that's not what it was. My man was on a mission the entire time, doing his thing till he left. <laughs> was on his grizzly. Talk about hustle. If he was making money, he was gonna make it for sure. That's fact. Uh, he really be grinding. You got anything specific you want to tell the people? Uh, look. A part of message much, or anything? Do not underestimate what you can do in a decade and overestimate what you can do in a year. Mm. That's my favorite quote right now from Tony Robbins. Okay. That's kind of Basically hidden. saying like, we be so quick to be like, oh, this is my new hustle. This is what I'm about to do. I want to be an entrepreneur. This is my new job. This, like, We jump right into it head first, did all this research, put it all to play. We wondering where all the money at. Mm-hmm. And then in a decade, if you stay consistent that whole time, you could be sitting on a million dollars at any one at any point in that time or more. That's you know what I'm saying? Or you could be happy with where you at, be content with where you at. But when you try to Push all that peace and happiness into one year. That ain't how that ain't how the people you see or mo- you know idolizing or modeling after. Mm-hmm. That ain't how they got it. They it took time, it hard time. work, staying patient, consistent, doing little junk. Yeah. And just really, I feel like people underestimate being consistent, bro. Like being consistent is so underrated. Like doing the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. People are like, bro, I gotta switch it up, bro. I just can't do the same thing. It's like, bro, doing that same thing every day. With the intent to grow into another spot yeah. from that point, it's totally different from I'm about to do this now. Jump to the next thing. Jump Facts. to the next thing. Bro, you stay in one lane and work that lane. Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling where you'd be at. It's just like working out. Like you gotta you gotta be consistent, you gotta be disciplined, and you gotta have a goal in mind. You can't just go to the gym and just throw throw weights around. Like you gonna get somewhere. But you're not going to get nowhere as far as what you would have if you had a, a clear goal in mind of like, OK, I'm setting out to to look like a bodybuilder. I'm setting out to to run this triathlon. Triathlon. I almost said triathlon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> triathlon. 
Chapathon. <laughs> yeah, that's like the New Year's resolution. I'm about to go work out, and then you mm-hmm. done in a month. Like you overestimated what you was gonna do in that month, and ain't even account for what you could have done that year. Yeah, that's a short term, long term goal statement. Like I think that's that's it. Got a lot to do with how technology is nowadays. People think a lot of stuff is is more uh readily available and stuff. Yeah, and to to an extent, it really is. So I can't tell them that they wrong because there is a lot of stuff that happens super quick nowadays. Like as far as getting on the internet, being able to find information, being able to find food. a lot of modern amenities are just quick stuff, but things like working out, things like trying to build towards a goal, things like trying to grow your brain and stuff like that are like uh, drop bad habits and stuff. You got to give yourself enough grace to say, hey, it's going to take some time, but I got to every day I got to get up like the goal is going to be here today and work as hard as I need to today to get there. For sure. Can't DoorDash no blessing with no faith, man. Facts. Okay, talk to him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Uh, I ain't really got a lot more questions for you, man. I appreciate you coming out today. Uh, yeah. For the listeners yeah. at home, if y'all need to find Kev Mandel, uh, y'all can find him on Spotify, find him on Apple Music, YouTube. Uh, anywhere else they, they can get to you at? No, I think a little bit of everywhere for real. It's not too many platforms you can't find us on. I think we on title too, TikTok. Oh yeah, so y'all be able to see the way his name is spelled in the title as well. Y'all, y'all ain't gonna be too confused, but you know, appreciate yes, y'all coming out. Appreciate you for visiting, my boy. Um, show and for the listeners at home, you know, I, I, I might I might yell in your ear a little bit, sir. I'm just like you know, for uh, listeners at home, thank y'all for coming out to the whole lot of. Podcast, man. This was a great episode. First guest on the on the platform. Appreciate you coming out, bro. Yeah, uh, sir. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. But y'all have a blessed day. You know, I'll see y'all on the next episode, man. Y'all have a good one. Yeah.